Good. So we will start with chapter 75 from the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is Canto 10, Part 3. Part 3, Part 4. Part 4. So, see, last time whatever we had done was connected to different enemies of Sri Krishna, Shishupa. And there is a Rajasuya Yagya going on, on one side. <clears throat> so, Krishna is in Indraprastha and there is a Rajasuya Yagya going on. At that point in time, there are a number of things which are happening simultaneously. So, we are now going to take into account what are the various activities that happen during and after this Yagya which is happening. So, we are doing chapter 75, Duryodhana Humiliated. Chapter 75. Maharaj Parikshit said, O Brahmana, according to what I have heard from you, all the assembled kings, sages and demigods are delighted to see the wonderful festivities of King Ajat Shatru. Rajasuya sacrifice, which is the sole exception of Duryodhana. Please tell me why this is so, my lord. So, there is always one sour element somewhere. So... The question that is asked is, everybody seems to be happy with the whole thing except one person and that is Duryodhana. Why is he so unhappy about this whole issue? So let us try to find out. <clears throat> Naturally, you know, uh, there is a story and it's the beginning of something completely different in this world, which is called the Mahabharata. Remember, this book is a culmination of literally so many stories put together. It's literally like an encyclopedia. And in that encyclopedia, we have stories and stories and stories and stories and stories. Many, many stories. In that, one of them is the Mahabharata. So, this Mahabharata has its beginning somewhere. So, we are going to do a chapter which will be a part of that beginning and that is the reason why it says Duryodhana humiliated. So, we will see how it works. Sri Badrayani said, At the Rajasuya sacrifice of your saintly grandfather, his family members, bound by their love for him, engaged themselves in a humble service on his behalf. Now, let us say there is a very great activity happening in your family. Do you know how the whole thing works? Now, there is a, maybe a wedding or a very big uh, function. At that point in time, you are alone. You, maybe you have some few relatives like your brothers and sisters. But at that point in time, you know what you do? You tell all your friends, see, my this is the activity going on. This is a great celebration happening. Please, all of you come and help over there. All of you take part in it. Be a part and parcel of it. Isn't that how we always tell everybody? So we will tell our near and dear friends, you know. Please come, please come. And help around. So, yeah, I'm sure, you know, you have gone for the wedding. So there is always somebody standing at the gate over there welcoming. You will wonder who is this person who is welcoming. I don't even know him from Adam. And then you laugh yourself. And you really look at the Patrika once again. Am I in the right place or no? <laughs> Because you are seeing some vague people over there. And from both the sides of the family they are standing. And 
<laughs> some people recognize you and then you look at it ha ah, hello hello how are you and then you go <laughs> you take that you know flower or they they throw something on you you know all this rose water and so, so actually it's a grand occasion now rajasuya yagya is a grand occasion and everybody from every family member friends relatives are a part and parcel of that whole celebration everybody is going taking part in it so maharaj parikshit said <clears throat> oh sorry so everybody was involved in this sacrifice bhima supervised the kitchen now you know somebody who is interested in food <laughs> duryodhana looked after the treasury Sahadev respectfully greeted the arriving guests. Nakula procured items, necessary items. Arjuna attended the respectable elders, and Krishna washed everyone's feet. While Draupadi served food, and generous Karna gave out gifts. Many others, such as Yuyudhana, Vikarna, Hardikya, Vidura, Burishrava, and others, Sana Bahalika and Santardana, Santardana. similarly volunteered for various duties during their elaborate sacrifice they did so because of their eagerness to please maharaj yudhishthir oh best of the kings so you will find that all activities associated with those individuals are happening so duryodhan is a person now imagine you know i have always told you duryodhan is associated with our greed isn't it in our life duryodhan is the greed so he has been given the treasury to handle you know when uh, you have to go to the treasury every now and then and say a request sir i want to buy flowers can you give me a thousand bucks or so <laughs> so every now and then you can say you know, oh today i want this particular uh, instruments and that this you know how many hamare india mein bolte hai na band baja barat lane ke liye sab paisa kharcha karna padta hai okay so exactly like that so everybody is over there and you have to you know petition the guy who is in charge of the money money matters so duryodhan is been doing that sir deva is welcoming everybody nakul is getting all the items there is always some guy over there who is who is either with the cycle or the two wheeler or the four wheeler hey ja ke leke aao jaye <laughs> that fellow is always doing the gada mazuri you know like we say hey gade mazuri idhar aa jao ye lo paisa ja ke leke aao and and you know at the last minute you will find that something is missing oh tulsi patra is missing go run again. go to the market and get it it's a very unique thing in our life we do this kind of things and believe me that time also it was something like this happening arjuna attended the respectable elders naturally arjuna is the senior most of all these people he is given a great position so he is welcoming all the elders he is naturally you know you move around in the circles and find out kaisa hai sab theek thaak hai na bacche kaise hai ye kaise it's a, it's a very common thing krishna is doing the greatest of the activities over there he is washing everybody's feet you know it's a unique thing that krishna who is the greatest of all is washing the feet even in the bible there is a mention where jesus washes the feet do you know how important it is to wash the feet you know uh, feet associated with our 
walking we are supposed to be walking on the earth the dust is there the dirt is there we go through various things the feet are associated with the dirt or with all the things which are not proper in our life the portion which we call as the health are associated with the feet and because they are associated with the feet the washing of the feet that means purifying them with water is extremely important so here krishna is performing a very very beautiful task he washes the feet of everybody the divine lord is cleaning all the dirt from the people's feet so that they are ready to receive him in our world we do that so that the person who is there in front of us is feeling fresh clean nice that is purity and this is the reason why this is an extremely important thing to do when we wash the feet we are removing the impurities and krishna who is the divine consciousness is removing the impurities from the feet of every individual over there that is his activity and then there are those other people like draupadi is feeding everybody you know the mother has this habit of feeding every person over there so she is the queen and she has taken this charge of feeding everybody likewise there are various other people who are performing various other tasks after the priests the prominent delegates the greatly learned saints and the king's most intimate well-wishers had all been properly honored with pleasing words auspicious offerings and various gifts as remuneration and after the king of chedi had entered the lotus feet of the lord of the satvatas the avharta bath was performed in the divine river yamuna now all the feast everything is over when the entire activity gets over there is something which is called a particular bath which is done you know as a youngster you have gone for picnics you know picnic hmm. and when you go near the seashore or when you go near the river side you know what you do and by the way in your class you are you are a coed school so there are girls and boys both and all of them are going into the water you know what happens so <laughs> those who are in the know will be smiling <laughs> so yes so this is exactly what happens even during that time during sri krishna's time also it is exactly the same kind of activity that was happening so after the everything was over they all are going into this river yamuna over there and there is this avharta kind a kind of a bath during the avharta celebrations the music of many kinds of instruments resounded including mridangas conch shells panavas dunduris kettle drums and gomuka horns so there is a loud music in our case we used to put all the disco music and all the you know now yo yo honey sing a music <laughs> so all the loud music from which you can dance is going on nowadays during the ancient times there was this kind of beautiful music that is going on in the background people are going in for a dance for this that a huge activity is going on 
Female dancers danced with great joy and choruses sang, while the loud vibrations of veenas, flutes and hand cymbals reached the way to the heavenly regions. So all that was happening at that point in time. All the kings, wearing gold necklaces, then set for the Yamuna. They had flags and banners of various colors and were accompanied by infantrymen and well-adorned soldiers riding lordly elephants, chariots and horses. So everybody is now going to the riverside. The the massed armies of the Yadus, Shanyas, Kambojas, Kurus, Kekeyas, Koshalas made the earth tremble as they followed Yudhishthir Maharaj, the performer of the sacrifice in procession. So the main person is Yudhishthir. Isn't he the one who was performing the Rajasuya Yagya? So he is the one who has actually invited everybody. So he is going there. And along with him, from behind, everybody is following. Now they are with their retinue. That means all the elephants, horses, this, that, everybody is following along with the officials. The assembly officials, the priests and the other excellent brahmanas resoundingly vibrated Vedic mantras. While the demigods, divine sages, pitas and gandharvas sang praises and rained down the flowers. Men and women, all adorned with sandalwood paste, flower garlands, jewellery and fine clothing, sported by smearing and sprinkling one another with various liquids. The men smeared the curtains with plentiful oil, yogurt, perfumed water, turmeric and kumkuma powder and the curtains playfully smeared the men with the same substances. Now, you are saying that nowadays all these dancers who are coming, who is that person who came to your village? Mumetka. Ah, so you have this uh, item number girls, you know, they come to your villages. <laughs> when you have this grand celebration going on, even if you have a local celebration in your area, there is always going to be a dance and all that, you know, there is a stage and then all musicians are called and then you have activities, you have children's shows also. Small, small children are there. Then you have the singing competition, this competition, that competition, various kinds of things are there. Now, there are also the courtesans that dance, dancing girls and so on and so forth. And all the guys over there are taking a grand time, you know, they are, they are celebrating it over there <laughs> in the way it is supposed to be. So, surrounded by guards, King Yudhishthir's queen came out of their chariot to see the fun. Just as the demigods' wives appeared in the sky in celestial airplanes. As maternal cousins and intimate friends sprinkled the queens with liquid, the ladies' faces bloomed with shy smiles, enhancing the queen's splendid beauty. As the queens squirted water from syringes at their brothers-in-law and other male companions, their own garments became drenched, revealing their arms, breasts, thighs and waist. In their excitement, the flowers fell from their loosened braids, by these charming pastimes, they agitated those with contaminated consciousness. Now think about it. We think that today we are doing some sort of an activity which is, you know, the censor board thinks that it is a wrong kind of activity. So they, they sit with the scissors and they cut the seeds out. Imagine during this ancient times also. How many years? 6,000, 7,000? I don't even know how many years ago this was happening. But imagine during that time also. The same thing was happening. I mean, our tendencies have never changed, by the way. Today also we do the same thing. Huh? Ah, and think, 
this is what is happening during that time and the syringes with squirting water that means we say pichkari no so pichkari was there even during that time maybe it was not made with plastic or something like that but maybe it was done, done with some metals or some other thing who knows so there were pichkaris during that time and there were the various colors the colors are different kinds of hues of colors uh, during the times of krishna and radha's <coughs> you know leela ras leela you will find definitely these entire colors gulal and this and that was also used so here also it's the same thing so the sister in laws are throwing things on their brother in laws or whoever you know all the relatives and all that and all kinds of various fun activities are going on the emperor mounted upon his chariot drawn by excellent horses wearing golden collars appeared splendid in the company of his wives just like the brilliant rajasuya sacrifice surrounded by its various rituals the priests led the king through the execution of the final rituals of patni samayaja and avyabharta then they had him and queen draupadi sip water for purification and bathe in the ganga so all these activities happening the priests were also there the people those who are part taking part in these activities have to follow a particular pattern after they followed that pattern the king and the queen also had a part over there they did that and they were finally bathing in the river the kettle drums of the gods resounded along with those of the human beings demigods sages forefathers and humans all poured down showers of flower all the citizens belonging to the various orders of the varna and the ashrama then bathed in that place where even the most grievous sinner can immediately be freed from all the sinful reactions you are having a bath in the ganga remember krishna had washed your feet and now you are having a bath in the ganga river so naturally all the sins are washed away next the king put on the new silken garments and adorned himself with fine jewelry he then honored the priests assembly officials learned brahmanas and other guests by presenting them with the ornaments and clothing so it's a very natural uh, series of things that are happening once the king once the activities are finished so you give everybody a new pair of clothes so that they can wear them in various ways king yudhishthir who had totally dedicated his life to lord narayana continuously honored his relatives his immediate family the other kings his friends and well-wishers and all other present as well now all beautiful stuff is happening somewhere around the line something wrong has to happen isn't it matlab usme ek villain ka paida hona zaruri hai sab acha acha hota hai sahi nahi hai na hamare life mein you know when everything is going on quite well we ourselves don't want it to happen that way we want some something wrong to happen so you will find that if you are doing some grand puja or something like that no suddenly something wrong happens and then you say dekho ha ye ek thoda sa kala tikka lagana zaruri tha put that little kala tikka if there is a very beautiful girl you know she has got a beautiful face they'll put one dot over there tick like that so that you know kisi ki nazar na lag jaye so something like that you can say for every activity there is one thing which you have has to happen in different way so we will see how it works in various ways king yudhishthir who was totally dedicated okay we did this you know all the men shone like demigods they were adorned with jeweled earrings 
flower garlands, turbans, waistcoats, silk dhotis and valuable pearl necklaces. The lovely faces of the women were all beautified by their matching earrings and locks of hair and they wore all golden belts. Kamar Patta we say. Then the highly cultured priests, the great Vedic authorities who had served as sacrificial witnesses, the specially invited kings, the Brahmanas, Kshatriyas, Vaishyas, Shudras, demigods, sages, forefathers and the mystic spirits and the chief planetary rulers and their followers, all of them having been worshipped by King Yudhishthir, took their permission and departed, O King, each to his own abode. Now all the activities are over. Everybody is now going back to their respective domains, locations, places and everybody is now slowly, slowly moving out of that place. As they all glorified the wonderful Rajasuya Yagya, performed by the great saintly king and the servant of Lord Hari, they were not satiated, just as the ordinary man is never satiated when drinking nectar. Now, if you are drinking, suppose, a particular drink, you know, you know, in various parts of India, there are different kinds of drinks. Hmm? I am sure you remember the scene from a particular movie where the mother gives roo of cha. <laughs> right? Huh? Okay, so like that there are various drinks that are offered at various places. Now, suppose you like a particular juice. You know, you want a second helping also and you want a third helping. You know why? Because satiation never happens to a human beings. Anything that is good, you know, if you want at least second serving, third serving, fourth serving, fifth serving, imagine there are hot rasgullas or hot gulab jamuns over there. Uh, you would rather eat those eight or ten of them, right? <laughs> because they are hot and nice and juicy. So it's like that, you know. Something that is good in our world that is happening, we want to enjoy it for a longer duration and more amount of time. And that is what everybody indulges in. At that time, Raj, Raja Yudhishthir stopped a member of his family, a friends, immediate family members and other relatives from departing. Among them was Lord Krishna. Out of love, Yudhishthir could not let them go, for he felt the pain of imminent separation. Now what happens is, while everybody is going, there are some near and dear ones, you say, why don't you stay for a few more days, why don't you stay for a few more days. We do that, you know. Very close relatives or friends that are there. No? Hey, do char din aur rukke ja na. Okay. The person will say, Oh no, I have to report to duty tomorrow and all that. So, so what? Hey, ek do din aur leave le lo. <laughs> we have this habit of extending the stay of some people. Likewise, in this case also, Yudhishthir is telling his best friends and relatives and all, in that Krishna is also there. So he tells Krishna, you stay behind for some time. So, because we don't want to be separated from these people. My dear Parikshit, the Supreme Lord remained there for some time to please the king. After first sending Samba and the other Yadu heroes back to Dwarka. The rest of the people, he sent them ahead. He said, you go back to Dwarka. Okay, I will stay here for a few more days. Thus King Yudhishthir, the son of Dharma, was at last relieved by his burning ambition. Having by the grace of Lord Krishna successfully crossed the vast and the formidable ocean of his desires. The performance of the Rajasuya Yagya is one of the greatest desires that a man has. So, because he has reached a particular state. Oh, now I have reached a particular state. So, I want to celebrate this particular thing. And so he celebrated. Now, 
after that you are satisfied okay now i have done this thing so you want to have a small party with a near and dear ones or friends one day duryodhana while observing the riches of king yudhishthir's palace felt greatly disturbed by the magnificence of both the rajasuya yagya sacrifice and his performance the king whose life and soul was lord achyuta now in that there is someone who will always feel bad about the other person you know how the person looks if you know just imagine there is a wedding celebration happening over there instead of being a part and parcel and enjoying the whole thing there is going to be somebody who will say na are wo ladki ko ek 10 tola sona 50 ye cheez diya wo diya are food aisa hai kya decoration hai kitna paisa kharcha kiya you know we have our relatives who will talk like this some idiot is there always and this person always wants to point out how much the other person spent what lavishness is there how things are done you know and there is going to be what is called as an envy okay the avarice always is there uske paas zyada hai mere paas kam hai that comparison always is there you may think the comparison is there in this kind of things sorry it is there in every aspect of life including spiritual in the spiritual world also there is this great comparison that is there the comparison is such that you know it can lead somebody to a very very dangerous act and which we are going to see right now but before we go on to that let me give you a story now shankara had instructed his dearest devotee hmm sureshwaracharya to write expositions on a certain of his writings now there were four other people in his group the devotees of shankaracharya the moment they came to know that shankara has selected sureshwaracharya to write this naturally they were upset about the whole thing and they said he is favoring that fellow look at him shankara is favoring this person and they started revolting when they started revolting and they started doing all sorts of activities which are against uh, these are remember these are great sages okay sureshwar acharya was very upset about it and he said to shankara see i don't think i am such an educated person or a knowledgeable person these four people are i think qualified enough so can you please hand over the charge of whatever that you are doing instead of giving to me which i don't want to do can you please give it to these four people who seem to be very very you know right candidates because they they feel that they can do a better job than me so shankara was very upset about the whole thing meanwhile these guys had tried various methods of killing sureshwaracharya because they didn't want him over there later on when shankara came to know about this he said i am tired of you fellows i myself will go away because i don't want to live in a world where the devotees are fighting amongst each other 
I am seeing who is the right candidate for writing this thing and I have done my decision making and here you four people are objecting to it and that is the reason why the finally the four people the four of these devotees they get very they humble they feel very sad about the whole thing that because they have hurt their guru so badly so they go to sureshacharya and they ask him for his pardon and then they come to shankara and tell him that we are very sorry we did this but meanwhile the acts have already happened they have tried to poison and kill sureshacharya so shankara finally gives the work to him and that is how sureshacharya became the first shankaracharya adi shankaracharya of the math in shrangeri so but this kind of discomfort is always going to be there in life everybody is never going to be happy you cannot please everyone please understand this you cannot please everyone every there is going to be envy over there because envy is a human nature usko zyada diya humko nahi diya uska kitna acha hai we do that so so that is the reason why duryodhana is feeling very upset in that palace now all this palace and all was done by maya danav the maya danav was an architect now maya danav was not responsible for creating dwarka you know that and that was another person altogether <laughs> this is another person called maya danav maya danav was all about you know effulgence and you know all affluence and those kind of things money power gold this that all kind of things now imagine if you are coating your walls with gold and all that what is going to happen somebody else is going to look at it and acha kya kar rahe iske paas itna gold hai hmm. we always talk like this isn't it <laughs> so <laughs> the maya dano is known for having envy you know he creates envy for other people uh you know in the weddings also we have the various kinds of people who will wear a 10 tole ka hai ye 20 tole ka hai i got it done through this jeweler i got it done through that jeweler this is the best jeweler in town that is the oh this kind of things happen and then you want to say who is the best guy in the town so it's like you know uh, food we have arranged from the best chef over here he is working with us so it's like kind of a thing so imagine here yudhishthir has employed maya dana who is the best of the architects so you want to build something you will definitely go to the best of the architects isn't it just imagine here now you have the uh, let us say you know the towers in i think uh, dubai okay or in malaysia kuala lumpur you have those towers now you want to build a tower higher than that so you will you will take an architect who is still better than them isn't it so it is like that so here this is what is happening in that palace all the collected opulence of the kings of men demons and gods were brilliantly manifest having been brought there by the cosmic inventor maya danav with those riches draupadi served her husband and duryodhan the prince of the kurus lamented because he was very much attracted to her so Draupadi is a hot looking woman so naturally Duryodhan is also attracted to her correct you remember that original scene so i don't have to tell you again so 
Lord Madhupati's thousands of queens were also staying in the palace. Their feet moved slowly, weighing down by their hips and the bells on their feet tinkled charmingly. Their waists were very slender. The kumkuma from their breasts reddened their pearl necklaces and their swaying earrings and flowing locks of hair enhanced the exquisite beauty of their faces. Just only imagine, don't think more. <laughs> it so happened that Emperor Yudhishthir, the son of Dharma, was sitting just like the Indra on the golden throne in the assembly hall, built by Mayadana. Present with him were his attendants and family members, and also Lord Krishna, the special eye. Displaying the opulence of Brahma himself, King Yudhishthir was being praised by the court poets. So, there is a great you know, assembly going on. Everybody is sitting over there. I'm sure, you know, those who have gone and seen the palaces, you know, various palaces, I'm sure many, many of you might have visited some of the other palaces. Or at least Mysore Palace you must have visited. Now, in the Mysore Palace you will find that there are various, you know, places where the queens will stand and this will stand and the courtiers will stand, the women will stand, the men will stand or sit, whatever. So, there are various kinds of places and they are all observing what is happening over there and the king is sitting regally on the throne over there. Proud Duryodhan, holding a sword in his hand and wearing a crown and necklace, angrily went into the palace in the company of his brothers. O king, insulting the doorkeeper as he entered. The doorkeeper is welcoming them and he is walking over there haughtily. Bewildered by the illusions created through Maya Dana's magic, Duryodhan mistook the solid floor for water and lifted the end of the garment. And elsewhere, he fell into the water, mistaking it for a solid floor. Now, Maya Dana's creativity was so much over there. Now, imagine at some places, it seemed that there is no floor but water. But actually, it was floor. So you see, when there is water over there, how do you walk? You lift your garments a little bit, you know. I mean, I don't have to tell this, the people, you know, lungi pehna hoga, to lungi utha ki jalna padta hai. Lungi dance, lungi dance, what is it? Agar dusra koi garment hai, to waise hi karna padega. So naturally, they are lifting their, you see, when you go to the seashore also, na, naturally, you wear short pants and go, isn't it? If you wear long, what will happen? You'll have to at least fold them up or you hold them up on top. So likewise, Duryodhan at wrong places is lifting his clothes. But at a place where he's supposed to be careful, he doesn't see that. And he falls in that. That water. Now that is an insult. Imagine something like that happening and people laugh at it. You know how much insulted you are going to feel? So, my dear Parikshit, Bhima laughed to see this and so did the women, kings and others. King Yudhishthir tried to stop them but Lord Krishna showed his approval. Like everybody says, Krishna Kalakandi bhat karta hai. <laughs> so, Krishna is, is a part and parcel of this, you know. Everybody he provokes them to laugh also and Bhima laughs the loudest. You know, <clears throat> so his laughter is 
very big and on top of it all the women over there all the bed over there kings they are laughing yudhishthir is that guy who said shh, 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 don't laugh don't laugh keep quiet 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 he is trying to calm these people down say don't laugh but these people you see somebody falling like this it is but natural you will laugh because the foolishness of the person he doesn't realize that there is something over there which he stumbles and he falls humiliated and what happens to that person humiliated and burning with anger duryodhan turned his face down left without uttering a word and went back to hastinapur the saintly person present loudly cried out alas alas and king yudhishthir was somewhat saddened but the supreme lord whose mere glance had bewildered duryodhan remained silent for his intention was to remove the burden of this earth why is krishna doing all these things you know everybody has this way a very strange thinking you know why is the lord happy and laughing at that point in time why does he feel that you know ye koi sahi baat hai you should not be laughing people think but krishna is laughing away to glory he is taking part in it and he is literally literally like rolling huh lol <laughs> so what is he doing why is he doing this there are deeper meanings of what this happens you know to be the truth is there has to be a beginning so then initiate is always required the initiation is always required somewhere for any activity to go ahead you need to do certain things you know what we do we are fearful we are always fearful we are afraid that sahi hoga ki galat hoga we do this isn't it we are always bothered about is it right or is it wrong should i do this or shouldn't i do this is it proper for me or not proper for me and we weigh the pros and the cons and this and that and that and that but we don't understand the lord's ways are completely different he is telling you clearly why don't you do it boss can you not just go ahead and do it aage ka aage dekho kya hota hai wo शुरू तो किया है ना शुरू किया है ड्रीम नहीं कर रहे हो करते रहो कृष्णा इज ऑलवेज टॉकिंग अबाउट दिस काइंड ऑफ थिंग इन एवरी स्टोरी ऑफ हिज यू विल फाइंड दैट द इनिशिएट ही इज ऑलवेज गोइंग टू डू दैट लिटिल बिट ऑफ यू नो यू विल से पुट द स्पार्क ओवर देयर प्लीज डू इट डोंट बॉदर अबाउट थिंग्स now this is a very dangerous act you may say na duryodhan getting insulted is a very bad and a wrongful act who is making the judgments whether it is wrong or right who is saying we are the ones who say our mind says that why are you judgmental all acts in this material world are under the domain of karma and that is ruled by the lord whether you think it is good or bad why are you thinking it is good or bad we classify acts as per the right and the wrong don't classify them you are just supposed to do your job you got it 
डू योर ड्यूटीज डू योर जॉब गो अहेड डोंट क्लासीफाई इट इज राइट है कि रॉन्ग है करते रहना जरूरी है देन ओनली यू विल प्रोसीड टू द राइट डेस्टिनेशन एंड वाई आर यू देयर आर यू देयर टू क्वेश्चन द लॉर्ड्स थिंग्स यू नो आर यू देयर टू क्वेश्चन वाई दिस यू मे से समटाइम्स यू नो यू वॉन्टेड टू बिकम अ डॉक्टर बट यू एंडेड अप बिकमिंग अ कंपाउंडर नहीं हमको डॉक्टर बनने का था सर योर डेस्टिनी सेज यू आर गोइंग टू बिकम अ कंपाउंडर वाई आर यू बॉदर्ड कंपाउंडर को भी गले में है ना वो स्टेटोस्कोप डाल के घूमने का आदत है मालूम है ना कंपाउंडर <laughs> भी इंजेक्शन देता है वो मालूम है ना आई एम सॉरी कंपाउंडर आज के दिन में है लेकिन नर्स बोल सकते हैं सो यू थिंक दैट नर्स इज जॉब इज बैड डोंट से बैड और गुड सो बहुत जॉब्स आर ओके यो यू मे बी डूइंग एटलीस्ट सेटोस्कोप तो लगा के घूम रहे हो सबका ब्लड प्रेशर देखते हो सो वाई बॉदर सो मच वी ऑलवेज यू नो ट्राई टू ब्लेम नाच न जाने आंगन तेड़ावी से यू नो वॉट नॉट दैट मीन्स पर्सन डजेंट वॉन्ट टू डू डांस सो ही विल कीप ऑन ब्लेमिंग द आंगन आंगन मीन्स द फ्लोर ओके आई थिंक आर वी लूजिंग नो ना यस नो यू कैन यर मी ओके गुड सो नाच न जाने आंगन तेड़ा मीन्स वॉट समबडी हू डजेंट नो डांसिंग ना ही विल कीप ऑन ब्लेमिंग एवरी अदर थिंग इन द वर्ल्ड ही विल से द फ्लोर इज नॉट करेक्ट ना दैट्स वाई आई कांट डांस प्रॉपरली ओ बाकी सब डांस कर रहे हैं तेरे लिए ही फ्लोर का टेढ़ा है सो ऑलवेज रिमेंबर दिस डोंट कम अप विद द नेगेशंस डेस्टिनी इज गोइंग टू टेक यू वेर यू आर सपोज टू गो Don't classify it as bad or good. Sometimes something really bad in the material world happens. Maybe you are left with no money. Maybe you don't have a job. Maybe you don't have a house. Maybe you don't have your girlfriend. Maybe you don't have a wife or a husband. Children they fight, they go away. Or you don't have certain things. Why are you blaming the destiny for it? Destiny is what you have created for yourself. You have brought yourself to that place with your past life. So go through it. Anyway, good is going to come out of it in the end. Don't worry. But going through that negative is very important. So go through it. Okay. So. I have now replied to your question o king concerning why Duryodhana was dissatisfied on the occasion of the great Rajasuya sacrifice. So now Duryodhana has gone very angrily because he doesn't want to you know he is he is uh, over there and he had fallen down. So I think we are we will do another chapter it's a very small chapter. It's about a fight. Now we are going to take another break somewhere and go to another destination and that destination is dwarka meanwhile flashback <laughs> like that so chapter 76 the battle between salvas and the vrishnis sukhdev goswami said now please hear o king another wondrous deed performed by lord krishna who appeared in his human like body to enjoy transcendental pastimes here how he killed the master of soba 
Salva was a friend of Shishupal. Now we are going back to Krishna's story over there. At that point in time, we are doing a story about this particular person who is going to get killed. Now, there is a king. Now, this particular king has been granted certain wishes. Okay, And how is he going to misuse them? We are going to learn about that. Salva was a friend of Shishupal. Shishupal, the same person who wanted to marry. Hmm? Now, Krishna, Krishna has kidnapped the girl. Huh? Right? Rukmini. He wanted to marry her. At that point in time, Shishupal had a friend over there. His name was Salva. When he entered, attended the wedding of Rukmini, the Yadu warrior defeated him in battle along with Jarasandha and the other kings. Now in the previous chapter we have seen how Jarasandha gets killed and how Shishupal is destroyed. Right? So now we have another story coming up with the Salva king. Salva swore in the presence of all the kings. I will rid the earth of Yadavas. Just see my prowess. Having thus made his vow, the foolish king proceeded to worship Lord Pashupati, that is Shiva, as his deity by eating a handful of dust every day and nothing more. So he goes for a very, very great kind of a sacrifice. He goes to the north and he prays to Shiva, Shivji. Pashupati. Pashupati Nath is the temple in Nepal, Kathmandu. If you go over there, you will find that temple over there. Shivji is known by that particular name over there. So he goes to that place and prays to Shivji in that particular form. And what does he do? He takes a very great vow that every day he is only going to subsist on a handful of dust and nothing more. The great Lord Umapati is known as he who is quickly pleased. Yet only at the end of the year did he gratify Salva who had approached him for shelter by offering him a choice of benedictions. Salva chose a vehicle that could destroy by neither demigods, demons, humans, Gandharvas, Urgas nor Rakshasas that he could travel anywhere he wished to go and that he would terrify the Vrishnis. So, what does Salva do? After Shivji is satisfied with his prayers, Shivji tells him, I grant you a boon. Tell me what is it that you want. So he says, can you give me an aeroplane? Which can defeat everybody. Whether it is man or human or animals or anybody, you know. It should be so powerful. Now in today's day, what aeroplane are we talking about? Some aircraft from Russia or United States or something like that. So, <laughs> some of the very powerful aircrafts with powerful missiles and stuff like that. Huh? In those times, he is asking for that kind of a vehicle which nobody can destroy. No demigods, no demons, no humans, nobody can destroy that kind of a vehicle. Why does he want it? So that he can do Kalakandi again. Okay? <laughs> with the Vrishnis over there. Because he wants to get even with Krishna. Lord Shiva said, So be it. On his order, Maya Dhanav, who conquers the enemy cities, constructed a flying iron city named Shoba and presented it to Salva. Don't you think this is like the Death Star and all those kind of things? <laughs> it's creating a city. 
This unassailable vehicle was filled with darkness and could go anywhere. Upon obtaining it, Salva went to Dwarka, remembering the Vrishni's enmity towards him. Now, it cannot be seen on the radars. Huh? So it is invisible. Uh. So it is invisible to the eyes. It is invisible to all the instruments also. So the city was in complete darkness. So it could travel from one place to the other. Hmm? Salva besieged the city with large army. Oh, best of the Bharatas. Decimating their outlying parks and gardens and mansions along with their observatories, towers, towering gateways and surrounding walls and also public recreational areas. From his excellent airship, he threw down a torrent of weapons including stones, trees, trunks, thunderbolts, snakes, hailstones. A fierce whirlwind arose and blanketed in all directions with dust. You need to only imagine that. Imagine he is sitting on that seat over there in the dead star and from there Fire this missile, fire that missile, do this, do that. I mean, imagine all the things are happening and he is doing that to the city down there, Dwarka. Thus terribly tormented by the airship Sobha, Lord Krishna's city had no peace, O king, just like the earth when it is attacked by three aerial cities of the demons. Now you will wonder, ki, is this real or no? Incidentally, just a few days ago, they released a, a small clip which was shot from the International Space Station. In that clip they have shown over the earth, over the earth. Now International Space Station is somewhere high up and it is shooting the earth below. They are taking a photograph of the earth below. And while they were doing, they saw a huge aircraft like a mothership nearly 5000 kilometers in diameter it's a round ship 5000 kilometers in diameter just above the earth 5000 kilometers is more than the uh, bigger than india you know from one end to the other end huh? so it is bigger than india maybe it is half the size of united states or russia or something like that i don't know how big america is but 5,000 kilometers, one end to the other end, that is the diameter of the ship, was seen on top of the earth, hovering over there. Now you may say, what is this UFO talk? Sir, it is mentioned in this book also, that there were cities and these kind of massive aircrafts, you know, crafts, rockets or whatever you want to call them, hovering over the earth at that time as well. So, Seeing his subjects so harassed, the glorious and the Lord Pradyumna told them, do not fear and mounted his chariot. Krishna is not over there at that point in time. Remember this. Krishna has gone somewhere else. Remember he is in Indraprastha. Now at that point in time, this thing is happening over here. The chief commander of the chariot warriors, Satyaki, Charudeshna, Samba, Akrura and the younger brother along with Hardikya, Banovinda, Gada, Sukha and Sarana went out of the city with many other eminent bowmen all guarded with armor and protected by contingent of soldiers riding on chariots, elephants and horses and also by companies of infantry. A tumultuous hair-raising battle then commenced between Salva's forces and the Yadus. It equaled the great battles between the demons and the demigods. With his divine weapons, 
Pradyumna instantly destroyed all the Salva's magic illusions in the same way that the warm rays of the sun dissipate the darkness of night. So naturally, Pradyumna is using other kind of weapons which are going to nullify this particular onslaught of war that is happening. Lord Pradyumna's arrows all had golden shafts, iron heads and perfectly smooth joints. With 25 of them, he struck down Salva's commander-in-chief. The commander-in-chief's name is Duman and he is Pradyumna, correct? With 100 struck Salva himself, then he pierced Salva's officers with one arrow each, his chariot drivers with 10 arrows each and his horses and other carriers with 3 arrows each. When they saw the glorious Pradyumna performing the amazing and mighty feat, all the soldiers on both sides praised him. At one moment, the magic airship built by Maya Dhanav appeared in many identical forms and the next moment it was again only one. Sometimes it was visible and sometimes it was not. The Salva's opponents could never be sure where it was. So it had deceptive technology on it. So sometimes it was visible, sometimes it was not. Sometimes it was a mothership, it had a lot of daughter ships all over the place. Sometimes it was one ship. So you can say na, that what they showed in current movies like Star Wars or Star Trek and all, isn't that what is based on our history? <laughs> okay, in these books also it is written the same way, isn't it? For one moment or the next, Saubha airship appeared on the earth, in the sky, on the mountain peak or in the water. Like a whirling, framing baton, it never remained in one place. Whether Salva, wherever Salva would appear with his Saubha ship and his army, there the Yadu commanders would shoot their arrows. Salva became bewildered upon seeing his army and aerial city being thus harassed by his enemy's arrows which struck like fire in the sun were as intolerable as snake venom. Because the heroes of the Vrishni clan were eager for victory in their world and the next, they did not abandon their assigned posts on the battlefield, even though the downpour of weapons hurled by Salva's commanders tormented them. Salva's minister, Duman, Previously wounded by Sri Pradyumna, now ran up to him, roaring loudly, struck him with his club of black steel. So naturally, there is a fight going on between Pradyumna and Duman. So Duman, Pradyumna has hit this guy. So he is getting up and now he is trying to get even. Pradyumna's driver, the son of Daruka, thought that his valiant master's chest has been shattered by the club. Knowing well his religious duties, he removed Pradyumna from the battlefield. Now, the charioteer is very nice. He looks at his master and he feels, you know, oh, he's been hurt. So, can I take him away from there? So, what happens to Pradyumna? Pradyumna gets angry. Quickly regaining consciousness, Lord Krishna's son, Pradyumna, said to his charioteer, Oh driver, this is abominable for me to have been removed from the battlefield. I was just lying over here, hit by that weapon. Don't, don't be silly. I am ready for the fight. Let me get up and fight once again. Except for me, no one born in the Yadu dynasty has ever known to abandon the battlefield. My reputation has now been stained by the driver who thinks like an eunuch. So, so he's reprimanding the driver. Don't behave like a eunuch. Ah, Take me back over there in the battlefield. Let me get even with that guy. What will I say to my fathers, Rama and Keshava, when I return to them after having simply fled the battle? What can I tell them that will benefit my honor? So what will my parents think, you know? And my uncle also. What is he going to think? Balram. Rama means Balram. So they will say, Oh, you ran away from the battlefield? 
I don't want to do that. You please take me back over there. Suddenly my sister-in-law will laugh at me and say, Oh hero, tell us how this world your enemy turned you into such a coward in battle. The driver replied, Oh long-lived one, I have done this knowing fully well my prescribed duty. Oh my lord, the chariot driver must protect the master of the chariot when he is in danger and the master must also protect the driver. Right? Reminds you of a, of, of a series of movies that are there, isn't it? Huh? The transporter. Part 1, 2, 3, 4, I don't know how many transporters are there. <laughs> so, with this rule in mind, I removed you from the battlefield since you have been struck unconscious by your enemy's club and I thought you were seriously injured. So, you will find that the driver of the vehicle takes Pradyumna out of that place so that he can protect his master. But the master is saying, you should not have done this kind of a thing. So we have come to the end of the chapter. We will stop over here. Tomorrow we will carry on how Krishna slays the demons of Tsar. Okay. So we will stop over here.